What's up, everybody? This is Fred Ricciani of TSC News. We have right here on the line a very special guest, a returning guest. He returns not just as a Pro Bowl long snapper, but now officially a first-team All-Pro. We are talking to the great Luke Rhodes, long snapper of the Indianapolis Colts. Luke, how's everything going? Hey, Fred. Everything's great. I'm uh, glad to be back on the show and have a good chat and good conversation here. We've We've had some success since the last time we've talked, so... Lots to talk about. Definitely, lots to talk about. I mean, you know, let, let's just kind of go back to the last time we talked. I feel like time's a flat circle. We spoke a few months before this pandemic broke out, right? It feels like an eternity. You were talking about how, you know, we're the Colts and we believe this is our year. And I think a lot of people agreed at the time, like, yeah, okay, this team is ready to win now. And then a, a couple weeks later, I think it was literally a couple weeks later, Andrew Luck retires. Then I think you guys had yep. Kobe Brissett. Then you get Carson Wentz. And then Jonathan Taylor's his monster season. You guys get close to the playoffs that didn't make it this year. I feel like it's just been a whirlwind up and down. You may have changed coaches since then. Uh, what have these last couple of years been like for you? Yeah, it's definitely been a roller coaster. I mean, the way the pandemic struck the NFL and, like, the way we had to maneuver that first season last year with everything, um, you know, it kind of took everybody by surprise and everybody kind of had to switch up their routines and find their new – their new rhythm and uh, us included. We, you know, Philip Rivers was with us last year. We had a good year and um, we made the playoffs, but we lost that first round. And then going into this year, getting our, our new quarterback that, um, you know, has been with Frank before. Everybody was real confident and, you know, we're still real confident. And we had some, some setbacks early in the year that kind of dug us in a hole. Um, and we, we climbed our way back out of it and, you know, like you said, Jonathan Taylor had a monster season. Um, looking for continued success from him, but obviously we fell short of our ultimate goal, and that's first to win the division and second to be world champions. And you know, it always leaves a bitter taste ending the season the way we did. But you know, only one team can win it, and everybody else has to go back to the drawing board to get ready for the next year. And that's just what we're going to do. Even with the setback, do you feel like that there is enough continuity to continue that momentum into next season? Yeah, and, you know, I think we have a shot every year. As you can see across the league, like anybody can win any game at any time. And the way Chris Ballard and Frank have and Mr. Ursay have put this team together, we've all been together now for four years, most of us. And, you know, ending this year, because we're all such a close team, it just like really, it really hurt. And everybody kind of took it personally. And I think we're going to come back next year with, even more continuity and a couple added weapons here and there in different spots that'll really propel us to have that year that we all want. Now you may not have had the team year you wanted, but I mean, you had a hell of a year yourself as an all pro pro bowler. I mean, when I, when I say those labels, man, like, how do you feel? It's really surreal. I mean, coming out of college, I played linebacker my whole career, same thing in high school. And, you know, the dream was to, be a Super Bowl champion, be an all-pro, go to the Pro Bowl, and doing it playing linebacker. Um, and obviously that changed, and not in a bad way by any means, but having a label first selection all-pro, I mean, that's that's the ultimate dream come true as an individual player. Um, you know, my, my ultimate goal is to win a Super Bowl, and that's all that really matters in this game is winning, and we're looking forward to that. But personally, um, 
it just shows that the work that I put in, not just preparing for this season, but my whole career had, had really paid off and people had taken notice and the Pro Bowl selection is voted by your peers and your fans. So that's pretty cool too. Um, just being voted in by the players that you play against. Um, it's a it's a pretty cool title, and I'm looking forward to that experience next week in, in Las Vegas playing for the Pro Bowl. Yeah, congrats, and, and definitely looking forward to watching you in the Pro Bowl. Going from Andrew Luck to Jacoby Brissett to Phillip Rivers to Carson Wentz, maybe there's another quarterback here and there uh, that I missed. Is it a big adjustment for you as a long snapper? I, I wouldn't say that that is so much of an adjustment for me. It obviously plays a role in, in how we move the ball on offense and everything and how we you know, handle different situations. And we've had really good quarterbacks every year that we've played that do a great job in situational football. And it just – I just – I'm always, you know, trying to be aware of situations. And, um, you know, I trust every quarterback that we put on the field that we can – get things done so you know that aspect of it doesn't really affect my game that much um as much as just the situational football that i'm involved in and fun fact here that i had looked up prior to having you on you're the first long snapper to be a pro bowler for the colts since matt overton back in 2013 so that's pretty cool yeah absolutely it's cool um not taking away from any long snappers that have made it to the Pro Bowl um, before last year, there was no, our names weren't on a ballot. Um, so the last two years we've been on the ballot and been voted by our peers and our, our coaches and fans. So that kind of just makes it feel a little more special to me uh, personally. Yeah. And, and for those that don't know, as you mentioned, I mean, you previously played a totally different position. You were originally a linebacker. I believe you got into the league as a linebacker, eventually converted into a long snapper. Obviously, it's worked out for you. Do you feel like your story is kind of an inspiration to a lot of other players that may think, oh, my career's over just because I'm not getting a shot in this particular position? Yeah, I mean, I've been told by you know a bunch of people, you know, they say I'm an inspiration and, and all that. I would just say, you know, let my hard work inspire you, let alone, you know, what position I'm playing or the transition that I've made. Um, it really just comes down to being adaptable. And that was my opportunity after my first year to be on the field and kind of make a name for myself on the team. And I just kind of took advantage of that and learned the, learned the position of long snapping. And, you know, like you said, it, it has paid off. And it's, I would say, one of, one of the best decisions I've made in my life. A great decision the Colts made a few years ago, of course, was hiring Frank Reich who was a hell of a player, a hell of an assistant coach, now a hell of a head coach. What's it like playing under him? Frank's awesome. Frank um, Frank really trusts his players, and, and he'll tell us that. And coaches say that a lot and, you know, just by their actions and sometimes what happens through the course of a season or some players' careers. Like Frank really shows Jim Mersey really cares about us as players, not just as Colts. Um, he cares about our families. He cares about our success during our tenure with the Colts or wherever it may be and after um, football is done for all of us. He really puts effort into that, and Chris Ballard's the same way. And I think Frank does a really good job listening to the players and what we need and what we want throughout the season to put us in the best situations to win. And I think his 
commitment to that is going to pay off here soon. Well, Luke, really, really do appreciate the time. Before we let you go, you might remember this. We always like to ask all our guests some kind of random rapid-fire questions. Are you ready? Go for it. Favorite cheat meal? Pizza. Okay. Not just any pizza. Like, um, like a New York-style brick oven. You can fold it, but it's floppy. You know, a good crust pizza. I am so glad you said that because I was going to ask because we are a New York-based show, and I was like, okay, did you have New York pizza? I'm, I'm glad you said it. I didn't have to ask. You, you, you are definitely a, a pizza connoisseur, my friend. That, that, that is a good choice. I'm not a, I'm not a Domino's, Papa John's uh, fan favorite. I'm a, a hole-in-the-wall or mom-and-pop kind of pizza shop. I dig it. Any, any toppings? Pepperoni. That's all I need. All right. A traditionalist. All right. All right. I like that. Yep. I don't, I don't need all the all the fixings. <laughs> now, people shouldn't be fooled. I think people have a misconception about long snappers and everything. You're still a badass. I mean, you're like 6'2", well over 200 pounds of muscle. Uh, what is your least favorite <laughs> workout? My least favorite workout? Um, burpees. Yeah. Those can be those can be exhausting. Uh, who would you say is the strongest? The football member? world up up down. <laughs> who would you say is the uh, strongest member of the Colts? Strongest pound for pound, or just strongest overall? Uh, <laughs> that's that's I'd, a loaded question. I, I, I'd say both. Both. I think the strongest player that we have is probably Grover Stewart. Uh, he plays defensive tackle. Big strong dude. Um, pound for pound. I mean, Rocky Asin, he plays cornerback, probably 185, 190 pounds. He's one of the strongest dudes I know. Zaire Franklin, one of our linebackers, is a strong dude, and I would also throw myself into that mix. I think I'm a fairly strong dude myself. Could we see some type of impromptu Colts liftoff one day, maybe streamed on YouTube? <laughs> it would have to be out of season because, you know, nobody trains to get hurt in season lifting heavy weights. Yeah, but uh, I'll see if I can put something together like that. Who would you say is the funniest member of the 2021 Colts? Ooh, I think our whole receiving core are a bunch of funny dudes. I know T.Y. Hilton is hilarious. I think Zach Pascal is funny. Um, there's a whole group of of wide receivers that can that can create a laugh in the locker room. Do you have any stories you're allowed to tell us? I would. I mean, we have these cornhole boards in the locker room, and that's a it's a pretty big deal. Like in between meetings and before practice and after practice, and just some of the situations that have taken place around the cornhole boards have been belly laughing funny. If you weren't a football player, uh, what would you have become? I think that coming out of high school, if I wasn't, you know, getting a scholarship or you know, had an opportunity to play uh, at a high level of football. I would have joined the military. Um, my father was a Marine, a career Marine, and that really interests me at the time. Since then, obviously, my path had changed, and I've really I studied kinesiology at William and Mary and health science and biomechanics. So I'm really into the the training side of of athletics. I think being a private personal sports performance trainer is what I would like to do outside of football. Cool. And obviously you're still a relatively young guy. You got 
number of years left, God willing, with the, the Indianapolis Colts and in the NFL. But long after your career is over, you mentioned that. And obviously, you're a workout aficionado, as people can see on, on Instagram and online. Would you want to maybe get into strength and conditioning on the NFL side of things? I've been asked that, and currently I would say no. I think um, not that I don't like the style of training that takes place, but I just I think I would be better suited for like combine training athletes or players trying to get into the NFL or off season training. Um, a lot of players, you know, go to their own trainers outside of the facility uh, in the off season. Um, and I think that style suits me better than strength and conditioning at this point in my life. That makes sense. And, and, you know, of course I'm sure coaches have the restrictions too, as far as practices and everything else, you have a little bit more leeway and, you know, I, I, I'd imagine you have a lot more talent to work with that you can mold in the off season or right before a, a combine or, or senior bowl or big game rather than the NFL where, you know, you're, you're it's kind of regimented, right? You have all these like different restrictions. You got to go through the union, everything else. Right. And the, if I was a private personal trainer doing stuff like that, it would be people choosing to come to me for their performance goals. Whereas our strength and conditioning staff, which they do a great job, but you know, during the season they're trying not to get dudes hurt and like lifting is not a, it's a priority, but it's not, um, you know, we're not trying to set new records in the weight room during the season or do funky exercises that could put you at risk of getting hurt or something like that. So like you said, it's very regimented and the players union has a hand in all of that as well. How many times we can be in the weight room and what we can kind of do. And I just think I don't want to have that um, over my head if I was training people. Yeah, that, that, that makes sense. We spoke off the air. Of course, you are visiting your in-laws. You've talked in the past about the amazing support your wife has provided you. How important is it to have the right spouse, not just obviously for love, for personal reasons, but to understand what you go through professionally with the sport as demanding as football? It's uh, by far probably one of the most important parts of having a support system is who's taking care of the house when you're not there. And we had a child. He's 16 months, so we had a child right uh, in training camp last last year. And just leaving home knowing that, you know, it's just my son and my wife um, there at home, having a wife that is as strong and supportive as I do, I know I can go to work and focus on work and perform at a high level and know that my kid and and her are are doing fine at home. And she does a fantastic job just taking care of my son and, taking care of herself and putting me in a situation where I don't have to worry about being at home. Um, so yeah, I think having a, a spouse that understands what it takes to, to be in this, be in this league and perform at a high level is crazy important. So you'd say she's the real MVP for sure. Oh yeah. What's it like being a dad? Oh, it is by far the most fun, most challenging, most rewarding thing I've ever experienced in my life. Um, our son, like I said, is 16 months old. And just seeing him every morning wake up and just 
explore the world, like trying to see it through his eyes has just been amazing. And seeing my wife become the mother that she is has been a joy. And, you know, I just, I love them to death. And he has definitely filled a light in our lives for sure. What's the best piece of advice you give for success? That I would give for success is just to, to put it in a, a quote that I've heard and kind of think about all the time is like, if you were, if someone said you had to run a race and they didn't know, they weren't telling you where the finish line was, would you still sprint? And to me, that means like, you never know just how close you are to that breakthrough or that Super Bowl or that um, all pro or whatever it is that you're searching for. And so just not quitting and, and putting your best every single chance that you get is, is what it, what it takes. I mean, it's, would you sprint if you didn't know where the finish line was? And I just think about that pretty often while I'm training or while I'm going through a course of a season, you never know which, which snap or which play or which game can take you over the edge to where you want to be. Fantastic advice. Wise words from a wise man. Well, Luke, we really do appreciate the time. Congratulations on all the success, your beautiful family, being a dad. Before I let you go, where can fans find you online? Um, my most engaging social media platform is my Instagram. It's at LukeRose underscore 46. Um, I'm pretty active on there. I'm not on the Facebook game. Um, that's really my only platform right now um i'm involved in a in a clothing line company called bodcraft um we started two years ago and we're we're having great success with that and so if you want some sports training apparel or some luxury athleisure um, check us out at bodcraft on all social media platforms or bodcraft.com